Oh, brothers and sisters, it's great to be back uh, on Sunday Night Mass here, the spring semester. What a perfect gospel for us at the beginning of this semester. And I want to get into it, but, but real quick before I do that, I just want to share a little bit from the celebration of life that was held today for Dr. Eric Sullivan. So Dr. Sullivan, if you didn't know him, um, he taught in our math department and he passed away on January 13th of this year, uh, long battle with brain cancer. His brother shared, and he told a story that when Dr. Uh, Sullivan was down in Salt Lake City doing treatment, after he received chemotherapy, he immediately went out, left the hospital, and they would go for hikes, right? So you're doing brain cancer, fighting brain cancer, chemotherapy, and then let's go hike, right? So that's the kind of man that he was and the, the positive spirit that he tried to uh, cling to uh, all throughout his life. So his brother is like following his, his uh, you know, Dr. Sullivan up a mountain after this guy's doing chemo and he gets to the top and, he, and he's like, yeah, you're a tough son of a gun. He used different words, but for church, right? You're a tough son of a gun. And his brother looked at him and said, movement is medicine. Movement is medicine. That's a decent line. It's not airtight, okay? Because not every movement is medicine. But movement is medicine, especially if you see it in terms of the spiritual life. So this, what's the incarnation? The incarnation is the movement of God among us. And if movement is medicine, then by the transitive property, which Dr. Sullivan would be really proud that I'm using in a homily, then the incarnation is medicine. The movement of God, when Jesus comes among us, is medicine for us. Uh, Pope Benedict XVI, he said, healing is the central message of the gospel. If you pay attention, if you read the gospel stories, you'll see that most of what Jesus is doing is healing, whether it's spiritual healing or physical healing. He's going around and healing people. And so tonight, so we see Jesus on the move tonight. And we see him inviting others to move with him. St. Matthew writes, this little detail that we might just think is kind of like a throwaway line or just setting the stage. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee. Okay, so we could just say, oh, well, just, you know, this encounter that's going to happen, Peter and Andrew, James and John, the call of the first apostles, it's like fortuitous. Jesus happens to be walking along and then just bumps into these guys, but that's nowhere near the truth. Read it this way. As he was walking, this is God who's walking among his creation. So it harkens all the way back to Genesis when God walked among his creation. And if you know your scriptures, you know that when he was walking among his creation in Genesis, it wasn't for the best of reasons. After Adam and Eve sinned, they hide from God. That's always the move, isn't it, for all of us. We sin and we hide. And what does God do? He goes for a walk to find us, to seek us out. So here's Jesus. Only this time, yes, is it God walking among fallen creation? Yes, it is. Only this time it's different because rather than trying to find the two who caused the problem, this time 
Jesus is trying to find co-workers who will be with him in the mission of redemption, in the mission of healing. And so he's moving with great purpose. And then he sees Andrew and Peter casting their nets. Now we don't get it in the English, but in the Greek, the tense used for that, he saw them, is the aorist tense. It's not a simple glance. No, it's a prolonged gaze. Jesus is looking. He is seeing them. He is going right to it. And this is God himself. Before he calls them, he sees them. And what he sees is good. He sees two good men who are good at what they're doing. This is the same God who looked upon all of creation and saw that it was good and looked upon humanity and saw that it was very good. So he sees Peter and Andrew. He also sees who they're called to be much more than fishermen, fishers of men, men who haven't even come to any type of grasp of who they really are yet even though they think they've probably arrived. This is my life, this is what I should do, this is how it's gonna be. But there's so much more. He sees them. Friends, that's true for us too. God's still on the move. He's not locked in a static state. He is moving. His movement is meant to heal us but he also sees us. He sees us way more than we see ourselves. He sees us in a way that is so much more than we conceive of. Because does he see our brokenness, our weakness, all of that? Sure, but he sees more than that. Who we really are, who he created us to be, who he will remake us through his grace into being. That's who Jesus is. And that's not locked in scripture from 2,000 plus years ago. That's tonight. That Jesus wants to move. He is moving. And he does see. And just like the scriptures, he calls. So in the scriptures for Peter and Andrew, he says, come after me. Come after me. That, That phrase is so strong It means get right behind me. There's a physical proximity to it. And that's so crucial actually because notice what Jesus doesn't say. He doesn't say, hey, I'm gonna teach you a bunch of stuff so you'll know. I'm gonna show you a certain way to be so you can act accordingly. No, he says get right close to me, to my person, to who I am. That's what moves Peter and Andrew and then later James and John. It's closeness to the person of Jesus. It's about who he is, not just what he teaches us, not just what he offers us, but who he is. That's what makes them move. He's the reason. Now, that call is for you and for me, just as Jesus moves and just as he sees, he also calls. And that's for you and for me. But our objection might be like, well, I'm a mess. I got all these struggles, I got all these doubts, I got all these sins. I'm not a very good disciple, I can't follow him, I'm not following well. 
How could I, how could I be a disciple, let alone how could I be responsible with Jesus to be about the mission that he wants to accomplish? Not worth it. I'd be useless. But friends, movement is medicine. Movement is medicine. When Jesus calls the apostles, Peter and Andrew, James, John, all the other ones, they don't have it all together. They haven't been fully converted. We'll see all their mess on display later in the gospel. Their pride, their stupidity, their slowness of heart to believe, all their doubts, all their frailties, all their weakness, all their cowardice, it's all on display. But movement is medicine. For them and for us, we get healed as we move with Jesus. We don't have to wait and sit and say, well, you gotta heal me before I can do something for you, before I can walk with you. No, Jesus says, come after me, get right behind me, move with me now. And then the medicine of grace comes in, changes their lives, our lives. We get healed as we move, because movement is medicine. And then what does Jesus say? He says, come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. That is the answer for all of us, to let God make us rather than us thinking we have to make ourselves, construct ourselves, fix ourselves, heal ourselves. How has that worked out for anyone here? All it does is we go deeper and deeper into the I have to do this, I have to create myself, I have to make myself. All it does is ramp up our anxiety because we build only a house of cards. And that's why Jesus came to save us from that. That's the whole postmodern mess that we're in, is self-creation. But Jesus said, I'll make you. To Peter and to Andrew, James and John, I'll make you fishers of men. I'm gonna make you apostles. Do they have any of the capabilities of doing that on their own? Absolutely not. They're called to something so much bigger and so much better, and yet they're suited for it. And I love that little detail that Jesus calls fishermen to be fishers of men. See, they understand some of it naturally, and then grace comes and elevates and perfects that human nature. And that's true for every one of us here tonight, too. That God has some amazing mission for you that he wants to accomplish, that he will make you suited for. Marriage, priesthood, religious life, and then the, the particular paths within those paths God's giving you grace. He will call you into it. He will fashion you for it. And he will give you the grace to do it. But we have to be like Andrew and Peter and James and John. We have to go. We have to make a move. That's why this is a perfect gospel at the start of this semester. Jesus is on the move. I promise you that. He is moving among us. He is seeing us, looking at us, and inviting all of us, every single person here, every single one, wherever you are on the journey of life, wherever you are vocationally, because Jesus works in present time. So he sees, he calls, and he wants to fashion us.
after his own heart. Will we go with him? That's the good question. Movement is medicine. May we open our hearts to the medicine of Jesus our Savior tonight so that then we can be swept up in his mission. That mission is so very needed. And you and I, we are exactly the people that he is calling us into that mission for. So may we say yes, unafraid, confident in him, in the one who sees us, the one who calls us, and the one who will make us according to his grace. Amen.